Hello and welcome to the Chris and Bud Show. My name is Chris Scarborough, and with me is my co-host, my friend, and my brother in pod, Mr. Bud Bohannon. Together we'll be taking you on a nostalgic ride discussing a wide array of topics from our childhood through today, hoping to share a bunch of laughs along the way. Bud was going to say it. Welcome say back. It anyway. I'm just going to repeat you. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, uh, this is going to be a great conversation, I guess. This is like that game we used to play back in elementary school. Yeah, who's going to win? And then it's going to be an hour-long silence podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it could be the first with of me its going, kind. Uh, I'm sure that might work for some people, right? If you just want to sit in silence, but you just you can't you can't convince yourself to turn it off, I guess. Yeah, I can give you all an hour-long bit of silence maybe throw in some <laughs> random noises every now and then well uh i guess today we're going to talk about like um the things you take for granted which or granite as bud says granite and uh stone <laughs> which being an american and living in well we both live in north carolina but living in america you kind of take basically everything for granted in a lot of ways um take a shitload for granted yeah <laughs> yeah like trying to call uh you know when I try to think of something specifically, I just can't do it. Right, right. Better than Atlantically. <laughs> um, so, I mean, obviously, this kind of started a while back, and uh, we just never got around to doing the topic. But obviously, we both live in modest homes, cause comparatively speaking, to, uh, you know, what's out there. And uh, I mean, <laughs> I drive a slightly better car than you do. <laughs> hey, that's subjective. <laughs> Newer, we'll say newer car than you. We'll just say newer. Your car don't make um, any noise when it runs, so mine's better. It does not make not much, if any. Yeah, um, mine makes me feel like an American, right? Yeah, you need to make some noise to feel like an American, especially uh, when I pull up to the gas pump. I definitely feel like American. Yeah, and when you spend like seventy five dollars to fill it up, minor details. Uh, but you know, obviously, when we start thinking back, um, just kind of like things that we took for. I know we said a couple things, like just things that we take for granted in general. Is basically everything that is awesome about our lives that we sort of just undervalue, like the ability to go to a grocery store whenever you want to to buy food, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and the fact that basically everybody has air conditioning, whether it's in their house or in their car or both. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who went and visited Alaska, and they don't have air conditioning up there because it's so wet anyway that they just call them dry. They, they don't even have water in some places because of just how like cold it gets and stuff. So they don't even bother to put water in some of the cabins because it's just a waste of time because of the, the pipes will freeze. But you know, you take those things for granted here because you're like, man, I got, I got water. I got AC. I don't have to worry about nothing. Now, of course it's cold there. So you're probably using a burning, uh wood burning stove or something anyway. But yeah, when he told me that he's like, he was all confused. Like, what, what is a, what is a wood burning stove? I mean, I'm sorry. 
what is uh what is a wet a dry cabin or a wet cabin? He goes, I, I would prefer them all to be dry. And he's right. like, and then when, <laughs> when when he explains when his when the girl explained to him, well, a wet cabin means it has water. And he's like, well, damn, I guess I prefer a wet cabin. I'd like to wash my hair, you know, <laughs> or my body. I don't um, want one with mold in it. Yeah, <laughs> it, I think a lot of it also just is like um, where we live. Because I mean, obviously, there's certain things that hell I took for granted living in Florida my whole life, you know. Uh, if you don't live in the city, and I guess I never really noticed this. This is just me being a, a dumbass more than anything. If you don't live in a city, uh, they don't pick up your trash for you. And I found that out when I moved to North Carolina. <laughs> that uh, you have to pay for trash services if you do not live within the city limits of a you know of a city. You know, or that's just you, weird. Or you uh, load it up and take it to the dump yourself. Yeah. Yep. Or you just take it to the dump yourself. Exactly. And uh, that proved to be more difficult even for me, even though it's like a, I don't know, it was like a mile away and I still was like, I don't want to do this shit. (laughs) I'm just not used to it. I guess if you grew up in that situation, it's not so, not that big of a deal because you just kind of like make it a, a couple day, every couple days sort of habit. But this is one thing that I just, yeah, just tack it onto the list of things that we pay for to make our life a little less burdensome, if that's even a word. Yeah. Cause I mean, burdensome. Sure. Uh, because, you know, in, like, I would imagine most places still get, you know, you could pay for a private company to pick up your trash. They'll just still give you a trash can. Still put it at the end of the road. Just like everybody else. It's just, you have to pay for it. Whereas the city of, of Lincolnton pays for my trash, for example. Uh, or I pay for it. I'm sure my tax is somewhere. Uh, because I pay plenty. Yeah. Um, and same goes for, like, water. Like, uh, that was another thing that I wasn't super familiar with until I moved to North Carolina was that, the majority of people are on well water, um, but it's not the same well water that I was used to in Florida, you know, because of the way that the, the earth is there, I guess, you know, that part of the world. It's a lot of uh, sulfur. It's super sulfury. So it's like you just smell rotten eggs all day long. So well, you're, if you hear well water in Florida, you're like, ah, fuck that, you know? <laughs> well, you're, a, <laughs> you know? you're also a lot closer to the water table, I'm sure, in Florida. You know, we're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got mountains and hills yeah. up here, so it can cost a lot of money to drill down before we smack a water table. I mean, if you look at where I live, for an example, that should give you an example. Like, yeah. we got to drill down where I live about 250 feet or so before we even smack water. Most people drill down like 100 feet or 150 feet. Right. But I'm just talking about wells in general, like that it was, uh, we always viewed wells in Florida as like a bad thing. Because, like I said, the water quality was bad. You, uh, and then the water itself was just not good. So that's like, um, I mean, they had no chemicals, whatever, but it was very sulfury and it just, it was very hard and it just, yeah, it was hard to clean up after, <laughs> like, uh, in the water, you know, in the shower and stuff after a while. It's probably but when I moved here, I realized salt water soaking in close to the water table, I'd assume. Yeah. And just the, if you, well, you haven't been to Florida often, but yeah. And then just the quality of the, because it's so, I, I mean, I'm making assumptions here, but because of the way that the, it's so wet all the way down, I guess, and obviously there's some sulfur in that, the ground over there, but it was just either way. Uh, a lot of it was just not, we just prefer not to use well water. So, But then when I moved here and everything's on a well and it's not, it's just not the same way. And it has, obviously it has to do probably with a lot, a lot with how far you have to drill down and also just the quality of the, the ground and the, the, the table itself, because I've never smelled like sulfury water from any of the well, uh, any of the well stations or whatever that I had used while I was living in a home somewhere. So I would imagine that it's just not that it's just not the same. You know what I'm saying? It's not as unusual here. Most people are on well water, I would say, 
Yeah, I mean, um, you, especially if you're not in the city, you still get that smell. Like if you go down to South Carolina, like towards the coast, like that smell is very predominant down there, especially along coastal lines. But one thing I remember whenever you said you moved up from Florida that still tripped me was the fact that you were so excited to see hills. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that's what's so funny is, you know, where I lived, literally it's a flat surface. Like th- there's no hills. Like you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you see like the top of a hill, but you can't see it crest because you can't see the other side of the hill sort of thing. That was very unusual for me. Most of the hills that we do have, you can kind of see the cars on the other side of the hill. You know what I'm saying? Whereas here, there's a lot of hills that you can't see the other side and you can't even tell a car's coming until you guys are both kind of, you know, depending upon how, if either they're coming down the other side of the hill or you guys are both at the top but together. In the um, same lane. Same for like the winding roads. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's completely different. So uh, I was like, man, it's just exciting to see variety, I guess, in a lot of ways. Um, and then seeing as many like um, like trees and just a lot of, I don't want to say empty land because it's not, but I guess that's the best way to put it. Just empty land because it doesn't have any like, buildings in it where i come from it's cornbread and chicken there's not a lot of empty land that doesn't have anything in it uh same with like a lot of the old old stuff that hasn't been torn down and things like that that's just not something i was used to i was like why is this thing still standing and you're like eh they just don't tear them down here whereas in florida it felt like if it was an old building it just got knocked down they just wouldn't they wouldn't you know leave it up and of course i'm from a city so it might just be different but uh, that was a couple things that I had to get used to. That was definitely different, but I like that you could kind of like, it doesn't take long to quote unquote, get with nature and here in North Carolina, you know what I'm saying? You can kind of just walk out your back door. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, especially and yours. Uh, cause there's not really nothing behind us. Thank goodness. But, uh, you couldn't do that where I'm from. Out of front porch sitting. So that's, that's been a huge difference for me too. Just having like, like I said, variety, uh, and hell where we're at North Carolina, we're not that far away from the mountains. We're not that. I mean, we're a pretty good trek from the beach, but it's not that bad. Um, you know what I'm saying? We're in, pretty good, we're in a pretty good area in terms of being able to see other parts. Even, hell, there's like eight states that aren't terribly far away from us. Uh, you know what I mean? So Yeah, you can do everything within nice. a day if you really wanted to. Yeah, it would take you a day damn near to get out of Florida where I was at, you know? <laughs> so that was different, too. You know, being able to actually see some uh, variety, being able to get to a different state, you know, where I was at. To get to a different state in Florida, it's about 10 hours, 8 hours, something like that. That's crazy. That's basically a day of driving, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because for us, it only takes uh, about two and a half, three hours from where we live to go to Tennessee, which is heading through the longest part of the state because of the way North Carolina is shaped. But to go to Virginia is about an hour and a half drive, and to go to South Carolina is about 45 minutes. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's... (laughs) Uh, yeah, that was like the first thing I loved about moving here was like, man, I can go to another state whenever I want to. Or in Georgia, hell, Georgia's only like three and a half hours away, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like it's super far away. Hell, getting to Florida is only about eight hours, uh, about se- six hours. Um, getting home is the rest of it, though, for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, that was the uh, the huge difference for me was just like, like you said, you'd be able to get to so many different places. And even getting through Virginia into West Virginia is not like a super long trek if that's where you wanted to go. So that it's definitely nice to be where we're at versus, like I said, where I was at. But yeah, shifting back to things that we take for granted. Um, how about the internet? You know, just period. <laughs> not even speeds, just the internet. Yeah, because I mean, there's definitely countries in the world that don't have much, if any. 
But for us, you know, it's like um, if that page takes more than a couple seconds to load, we're like, Jesus Christ, what is going on with the Internet? Yeah. Or if the or if the Internet's down for like three hours, it's like, what do I do with my life? Or if we have um, have one little lag spike in a game, we're cussing. Yeah, it's so amazing that we uh, in a lot of ways, we like you said, take it for granted because when it it's one of those when it's when it's no longer there. You're like, holy shit, my whole life revolves around this this one medium. Oh, bro, tell and, me uh, Like, when the internet goes out for days, you're like, what ugh. the hell am I doing with my life? Yeah, you realize that you... <laughs> yeah, exactly. You realize you're really tied up in other things. Um, dude, uh, when I first moved to this house, when I bought it, I didn't have the internet for like a month and a half. How do you think I felt? Yeah, but at least you still had something to do. You know, like, move in. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we had other things to keep us... But yeah. But it was still like, my God, dude. Well, I was still working too, but yeah, I was very frustrated after a while. It's just like, it was all of, uh, let's see, we moved in November. I didn't get, I guess it was longer than that. It was the end of November. So yeah, we didn't get uh, internet until the middle of January. But imagine. So yeah, it was a long ass time. Imagine right now at this point, since you've been there for a while and you're all settled in, you got your routines and all that stuff. Imagine if the oh. internet dropped for three, four days. Jeez. Uh, I mean, I got the benefit of having like children and other things, but yeah, I, uh, that's when they are beneficial. I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's the only time uh, they're beneficial no. <laughs> for, for uh, entertainment that don't involve the interwebs. Yeah, come here, um, boy. Put on no, the show got, for me. <laughs> I got a lot. Of, I mean, obviously, I got housework and bull stuff that I just put off. But yeah, it would be very difficult because I would. I don't know what I would do with myself, um, and I wouldn't want to go outside. It's too hot to go outside right now. Um, yeah, it would be well, a long couple days, man. So you, and you even just said something that we take for granted, you know, just our lifestyles. Like, like you just said, it's too hot to go outside. We'd rather stay inside in our nicely air conditioned homes with our internet and our food that we go to a grocery store to get. Like we're not out here roughing it, you know, sleeping outside, having to hunt or fish for our food, having to find clean drinking water. Like we just buy everything. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, I try to reflect on this every so often so that anytime I get a little out of line and like, um, well, it keeps you humble, right? Like I said, yeah, I try to, cause you know, obviously there's always going to be days where you're like just pissed off because X, Y, or Z doesn't work. Right. Mm -hmm. But I try to stay humble, like you say, or at least try to remember, Hey, there are people who got it way worse than me. Even like my, my worst day still would be a really good day for other people. Um, yeah, or I mean, so I your, try to always remember that. I mean, or even with your job, you're like, man, I only make seventeen dollars an hour. If I could make twenty dollars an hour, I'd be doing so much better in life. But you don't really stop to reflect and think, well, am I paying all my bills? Do I have money left over when I pay my bills? Like, even if it's twenty dollars, if you got money left over and you pay all your bills, I think you're doing pretty good in life. Yeah, considering there's a lot of people who don't don't have that flexibility or that ability, um, you know. And of course, all the other dumb shit that we buy that we don't need, um, that we take the op well, we have the opportunity to purchase, right? Like we take that stuff for granted too. Yeah, like computers. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, COVID has sort of turned that, uh, made that a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, or the realization of that to come full head, right? Because of the shortage. Uh, but that even reflects on cars and all these other things that we've we've as as a society and as a as a culture have definitely taken for uh, taken advantage of because you know we've always wanted the the number to get pushed down 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 oh lower 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 prices but like you know right now like you said there's like there's a lot of car dealerships that don't have any cars because they don't have they can't make any right now 
There's a lot of computer parts that are missing that aren't available right now. Yeah, the demand. Uh, or you're paying out the ass for it, you know? The demand is still there, but the supply is not. And we're not used to this. Right. Wood. I mean, Jesus Christ, the price of wood has gone up like a shit ton over the last m- year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, two by it's four just, used it's to be wild. like $2.50, and now it's like $9.50. Yeah, and it's only going to continue to get worse. That's the thing that I don't under, I guess I don't fully get is why we take, we take a lot of that stuff for granted. Like we replace cabinets that don't need to be replaced. We, we swap out drywall that doesn't need to be swapped out. We redo all this bullshit that doesn't Build need to be done just because, stuff, yeah. just because we want it, not because we need it. And, uh, you know, I don't want to be one of those like hippie guys who are telling you that if it's not, if it doesn't like, um, I had a teacher one time tell me, Chris, if there's, if you can't find three uses for everything in your house, if you throw you should throw everything else away. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, you know, most tools you don't have three uses for, but you know what? When you don't have that tool that one day, yeah, you're gonna go buy that tool because you need it again. So that doesn't it doesn't always apply. Uh, <laughs> um, but his his point was was that we buy a lot of shit we don't need. True. Um, because we live in a consumerism sort of society that uh, is uh, they say that our economy is driven strictly by us purchasing stuff. But at the same time, we could easily save hundreds of dollars uh, a month probably thousands of dollars a year if we didn't buy dumb shit we didn't need true um i mean but on the same token there's the quality of life aspect right because you got those like um you know like those penny pinchers as like really people who like you know pull apart three ply toilet paper and then re-roll the three ply toilet paper and make three rolls of toilet paper you know those freaking weirdos they yell at you for leaving a light bulb on they're scraping the mayonnaise (laughs) jug to get every single little splooge of mayonnaise yeah so obviously you can go too far in the other direction too. Like, listen, dude, I want my three ply toilet paper. Okay, there's nothing worse than your finger falling through the middle of that toilet paper. Okay, yeah, we, we um, don't need that happening. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't care if I don't get every little drop of mayonnaise out of the mayonnaise jar. You know, uh, hell, my kids are the ones squirting out all the ketchup. So if they can't get that last drop, I'd rather them not cry, bitch, moan, and complain because they can't get that last drop of, of ketchup. I just got another bottle of ketchup waiting for them. So obviously there's a we got to find a a balance as a society between like quality of life and waste. Um, and obviously that that's not that hard to, I don't feel like it could be that hard to do, but obviously we both still can easily admit to spending a lot of money on dumb shit. We didn't need well, I mean, in the last and it, week. Well, I mean, right? like an example that you just gave, you know, I feel like probably everybody that's listening to our podcast right now can probably afford a, a jug of ketchup. You know, it's like two, three bucks. So when we go to, eat something and we squirt ketchup on the plate we squirt the amount that we think that we will use we don't just load up the plate with half the bottle of ketchup because we know we can afford it because we in our minds think that's wasteful even though the product you're purchasing is only two or three dollars it's still in your mindset it's a wasteful action to squirt more ketchup than i actually need yeah it'd be amazing if we use that on everything else in life yeah it's like it's like we were taught that as kids that don't be wasteful with your ketchup. It's like you said, I mean, you can buy us a, a relatively small jug of ketchup at a dollar store or anywhere, and uh, it'll last a normal one person, you know, a month or two. You know, well, it depends on how much you use ketchup, I guess. But but we don't think about the same that same argument or that same sort of mindset when it comes to gas, uh, mobile purchases, gas, driving around uh, just for anything. the fun of it. Yeah. I can't tell you the last time I drove around just for the fun of it, but that's me. I'm just saying there's, there's a lot of people out yeah. there that do that, but they, they don't ever think about it that way. You know, they could go out and blow 
you know, $30, $40 a day just driving around, you know, I guess trying to clear their head or reflect or, or, you know, for whatever reasons that you do. But you don't think about it as wasting $40 to go do something. Whereas when we go back to the ketchup, you know, it's only a 2 or $3 purchase and you still have that mindset of, well, I don't need to fill up half my plate with ketchup. Yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy if we got to the point where we thought about the ketchup, the ketchup analogy for everything in life? Wouldn't that be crazy? Well, we'd probably just, save a I lot think, more money that way. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool, man. I think that, uh, you know, that'd be something that would be nice to sort of use in our daily lives. Like, if, if you don't need it today... That's why, I, for example, for the PC, right? I put it off because a lot of the things, what you should do is you, what they say you should do is put it off for like a week. And if you still feel like you need it after a week, then buy it. Now, I put off buying a PC for like two months, <laughs> but uh, the thought process never changed or never wavered that it was something that obviously I needed to um, for the podcast for a lot of different things, um, just for my quality of life and entertainment. But yeah, and there's a lot of sayings like that that are still true, you know, like, you don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry or if you get super mad or agitated, you know, take a couple minutes and then come back to the situation. Don't ever make impulse decisions. Yeah, I think imp- I think that's the problem, right? Because we live in a society that's so like bombarded with everything. And, yeah, and everything's got to be done now, now, now. I want it yesterday. That kind of mentality. Yeah, it really hint- it really um pushes forward the addictive personalities in people and the impulsiveness of people. Uh, in general, we really are an, uh, an impulsive race anyway, or impulsive, not race, an impulsive... Um, human race. Human human race, yeah. <laughs> like, we are impulsive altogether. That's just the way we work, right? Because it's, it's, it wants to be a split decision. Like, either we're going, you know, that fork of the road, we're going left or right, let's go. Yeah. Uh, we're not really here to think about you it. You can't pull over off the side of the road and ponder it. You got to make a decision while you're rolling 60 miles an hour, and you got to do it last minute and cut, yep, cut me that off seems in the to be process. The case, yeah. <laughs> Fuckers. That definitely seems to be the case, yeah. In uh especially here in America. Um, I have that happen a lot. Uh people just like I don't know if we really want to get into driving, but um like you're willing to wreck your car because you missed the turn. Yeah, it's kinda weird. I don't I don't I don't I've never people. Yeah, I don't get the whole like um well that goes back to the other thing, like oh we were talking about things that we take for granted. Cell phones, man. Like and we don't even use them properly. That's the part that gets me so annoyed. It's like if you're in a fucking car like, call the person. Like, wh- why do you have to try to text the person while driving? Yeah, while blowing 70 miles an hour down the back road in North Carolina. Yeah, where there's a turn at every, literally there's a turn that's coming up, I promise you. And you're all up uh, in my lane because you're too busy buried in your fucking cell phone. Yeah, it's so weird. I just, that part I've uh, I've really struggled to understand. I think that, you know, we've, we've kind of talked about this before, that as much as we the internet in general has helped the world. I feel like in a lot of ways it's made us more closed off. And, uh, well, a lot I don't of think that, that's a good thing. A lot of that too is because you got a bunch of selfish fuckers who only care about themselves. They have no courtesy for other people. Yeah. I'm realizing that more and more. Um, and they, well, I don't want to, I don't want to generalize anybody. <laughs> Almost did. Uh, I mean, I'm, it a, tends to, you know, you know, I'm a selfish person, but at the same time, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do anything that would benefit myself over the safety of somebody else, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I'm not the yeah, guy that's like, like I need to go to Burger King, and I know it's, you know, half a mile up the road here, so let me dart in front of this fully loaded down flatbed semi, slam on my brakes to go to Burger King, when I could simply pull behind him, and it would literally add like 10 or 20 seconds to me going to where I need to be. Yeah, I don't understand the, I don't understand the thought process. I think we give a driver license too easy in the United States. True. 
I know a lot of places they make you do like uh, a couple years before you're allowed to actually have your driver's license. And uh, I, yeah, a lot of a lot of goofy stuff that happens here in America, really. Um, maybe one day we'll do a podcast talking about like the di- like reading over somebody's differences, because uh, it is kind of funny, the differences in certain countries versus what we do here in america um you know and just going back to taking things for granted yeah america uh taking things for granted you know um my gosh what what don't we take for granted it seems like you know uh there's somebody available at any time to ask you know yeah i don't think there's much like uh we take every we take individuals we take people for granted we take friends for granted we take you know people being available for you for granted like it's it's amazing what we do yeah we just assume we're going to be good. Yeah, because everybody's like, well, life expectancy now is around 80 years old, so I'm good till then. I'm invincible until I'm 80. Right. And it's like, no, nah, that's not really how it works. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, it's amazing. I'm trying to think of anything that we don't take for granted. I mean, you take the the ability to have water for granted. Like, there's a lot of places that don't have that. And we're inconvenienced if they're working on the water pipes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's amazing. Uh, air, hell, power, you know? In Texas, what a couple months ago, they had that severe uh, winter storm, and their power was out for a while. And it's like we, we, you know, we're in here in North Carolina. We don't lose power that often, you know. Knock on wood. Uh, you know, we don't have that. We don't really have any natural disasters that really happen here that much. You know, uh, we might ha- get the occasional like tropical storm that'll come through, but that's coming. Usually, it's already been on land for a while, so it's not like it's going to blow up houses very much. Um, I mean, it does happen like rarely, but not often. Yeah. So we just don't have a whole lot of natural disasters that could possibly knock out our power. Usually, it's some dumbass hitting it with their car. <laughs> That's usually the reason if you lose power, right? Someone who's um, drunk. Yeah, because uh, they knocked. Uh, I can't remember where it was, but it was. It didn't affect me, but it affected like the other half of the the neighborhood, and like someone hit because someone ran into the the uh, one of the transformer or the pole that had the transformer and pulled it down and it's like come on guys you're on a damn 35 mile an hour street how could you possibly how could you hit that thing so hard that you knocked it over like come on blame the it's city just, it's wild they only put it six inches in the ground <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt that either <laughs> um uh you know they try to save money any which way Hell, like you said, we're talking about internet, right? And uh, like what we take for granted with the internet. And, um, you know, me, I had shitty internet for a while, but even my shitty internet wasn't, I mean, it was bad for us, but I'm sure for a lot of people. And I think that has to do with really truly believe that, you know, because the same internet that I had, we were running successfully and had no issues with internet speed. But it, obviously, it starts to process more information, and that's why it slows down, I guess. Yeah, like I told um, you off air, I said, you know, back in the day, I had dial-up, so I had to call a number, and I swear half the time, they didn't pick up the phone. Yeah. And I were, I ran on dial-up a lot longer than, like, you did. So, like, right. you know, in your previous life, when you started gaming, you were always kind of, like, a couple steps ahead of me as far as, like, internet speed. Or even when we got to Walmart, you know, if we were going to play a game or something, I had to know in advance, because I was running off DSL. <laughs> and I only had, like, you know, 1.5 megabyte second speeds so if i wanted to download a game like i needed to do it when i went to work that way it would be ready in the morning i couldn't just all willy-nilly go download a game and be like yeah it'll be done 20 minutes yeah isn't that amazing and now like uh you know we're all running at like 200 i'm sure there's people running a lot more than that but the average i think it's like over 100 now for every most everybody not everybody 
Um, but hell, the, um, you know, I had charter ley line and now AT&T's laid fiber optic cables too. So it's like, it's amazing that a year ago, I didn't have access to high-speed internet. And now I have access to diff- two different high-speed internets. And it's it's kind of crazy. And I think that's a lot of it is just the gluttony of of America too, because we have so many options that you just kind of like, you get overwhelmed in a lot of ways. We talked about that, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we talked about the me purchasing the PC, right? It was like, there's so many options without any sort of point of reference or any sort of anybody helping me at all. I was going to make the wrong choice almost, almost 90, almost hundred percent of the time. If I didn't have anybody help me, you know? Yeah. When and you're that's another at, thing about it. When you're looking at one product and or not really one product, but you're looking at one type of product and there's 30, 40, 50 different types of that product. But that one product is still only a small detail in the grand scheme of whatever it is you're trying to buy. So now you've got thousands or hundreds of thousands of possible combinations. Yeah. And then that's why I think that, you know, obviously pre-built to do well because of that that fact, right? That someone like me just doesn't know enough. Right. Uh, and that's why that's an option, I guess. But at the same time, it's still crazy that there's just not enough sort of... I, then you end up relying on like... Uh, top fives or or these are the best items for x y or z and then you're relying on somebody else to tell you something that you don't know or like even back to your pc point you know like what you bought your pc for if i were to spec that out as far as like with the intention of me actually putting together your pc you know you may save a hundred dollars so for most people it's worth it just to spend that hundred for someone else to do the work on it you know me as a person i would rather do it myself because i find that stuff interesting but not everybody's like me because I'm a weird motherfucker. It makes a lot's well, been proven. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense to just spend the extra, you know, money up to a certain point to what you think it's worth to have someone do it all for you. I mean, $100 isn't a bad deal for someone to put everything together, boot it up, load windows, test it, you know, make sure it runs that way all you have to do when you get it is hook it up to the power outlet, press the button and you're off to the races. Right, yeah. And I I mean that's just the we take that stuff for granted too even like um because there ain't nothing worse. Timing. There ain't nothing worse than when you get your PC all built and you hit that magical power button and then nothing happens <laughs> and you're like, oh, <laughs> which one of the hundred things I just did messed that up. Yeah. Now it's back to troubleshooting. And here you are 10 hours later. Like if it's your first build yeah. or something. Yeah, I have no interest in that one. Uh, but uh, another thing I was like, Amazon, right? So like the two day shipping or the next day shipping. I think that's sort of changed a lot of people's mindsets too. And uh, oh, for you sure. know, the flood of Pe- the flood of just people won't wait a week selling on Amazon. Yeah, people won't wait a week for to get their items anymore because of that. Like people think that five five days to get an item is absurd now. When you but it's really just you remember what really truly really should happen. You remember back when internet like online ordering first became a thing. Like it took like two weeks and that was normal. Yeah. I remember trying to pick like, for example, if I had two different companies, one was based in Florida and one was based in North Carolina, I would always pick the Florida company just because I knew the shipping would be down. Like it wouldn't take us long. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like you almost make your decisions based on where you're at to some extent back then anyway. Yeah. Um, and nowadays you could get an item from California quicker than I could get an item from Alabama, and that shouldn't be that way. But some companies yeah, just are just on their shit. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, uh, you know, back in the this is back in the day. But GameFly, you know, they used to have one in Tampa. I'm, I'm assuming they still do. I don't know. Uh, so I used to get games pretty quickly uh, because Tampa's only 45 minutes. I'm like, damn, I could just go pick the game up if it's taking you this long to ship it, bro. I can go get it. 
you know, <laughs> like you're 45 minutes away, man. Uh, but yeah, I chose a lot of things based on strictly distance because of that. Uh, yeah, like the, you know, it's, it, it is really, it's a good thing and a bad thing because at the same time, we don't have any, it seems like certain people don't have any, um, understanding of the difference too. Like, for example, there's a lot of, uh, well, I'll give you an example. Chinese merchandise on, uh, Amazon, for example, you know? I mean, I, I'll give you an example. I, I vape and I bought vape juice from a company online. This is the first time I ever dealt with this company. I placed an order and they said it would be a delay due to COVID and whatever. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, it took them a month to ship that thing out to get it to me. Mm. So after two weeks, I ordered from another company and they had it to me within four days. And it came from California. Like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's a difference in company. Like, you can't blame everything on COVID, which seems to kind of be the excuse nowadays. I mean, I get that that is a direct effect of most companies, but when there's other companies that are still acting like COVID never even happened, like they're back on their game. Yeah. Uh, a good example, I, I ordered some, uh, I know it's, I don't vape, but I ordered soap, and uh, the company I was ordering from, you know, they're one of the, they're, they have advertising everywhere, they're a new you know, man soap, whatever, some kind of man soap. And, uh, they were like, Hey, it'll, your shipping will start for this day. It'll be out to be shipped. And, uh, when I finally placed the order, I'm like, okay, I, it, it'll be arrived this time. Right. So then I get an email. Oh, it's been delayed due to COVID. We're short on, um, product. And it's like, well, if you didn't have the fucking product, why did you sell the item? Yeah. I don't understand. Like, if you don't have it, don't sell it. And so then I, you know, then I had to jump through hoops to get a refund because they're like, it'll be at least a month before I get it out. And I'm like, listen, I made this purchase with the intent of it being here in a week and I need this stuff that's in there within the week. And they're like, well, uh, we don't do, re you know, yeah. the whole bullshit. That's the other problem it's like, too is those companies that don't offer refunds. Like nowadays, that's pretty much a red flag, not even to do business with them. Yeah. Especially when it's not my fault. It's a totally different story. If I bought the stuff, I just didn't like it. And they have a hundred percent money back guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like if you have a if you have a hundred percent money back guarantee, then how the hell am I dealing with this? I had to literally say, I'm already unsatisfied with your product, and I've never even tried it. Please, can I have my money back? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like the, the amount of hoops they make you jump through, and it's like I just don't get it. If you didn't have my stuff, why sell it? I, I don't understand. Um, that's why me and me and online shopping, some we have like a, a love hate relationship because. If I know that I could just go to the store and buy it, then I'm just going to do that. And that, the problem is, is that, and that's another you know, reason most just don't have it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead, buddy. Oh, I was going to say that's another reason people like Amazon have exploded in popularity is because even if you're a third party seller that's selling on Amazon, you know, Amazon will pick up the bill, you know, if you're not satisfied for certain things. Yeah. Which is amazing. Uh, you know, um, my wife, you know, <laughs> she's a she's a hell of an Amazon buyer. She buys a lot of shit from Amazon. But yeah, when they when the return is sent, they ship, you know, they buy, they pay for the shipping to go back. You know, they do all of that stuff just to make it as easy as possible for you as a consumer. And yes, that means they're going to eat a lot on the other end, but obviously they're doing pretty good, right? Like Yeah, because <laughs> they're doing okay. You'll get repeat business by that kind of, you know, business model. If you if yeah, you generally think, think a company is out for your best interest, you will stick with that company, whether or not they may be out for your best interest, which, you know, we know most companies aren't. But if they appear to be, then you're going to stick with that company. 
better than you know as long as they better than Joe Schmo down here that don't even offer a refund. Like all sales are fine. Yeah, as long as yeah, as long as they make an attempt, right? Like make my life as easy as possible when it comes to purchasing items from you and returning items to you if there's a situation or an issue. Like I don't understand. If you're buying clothing online that's brand new, how the hell would you know if it's going to be good or not? You're going to have to return it. It just is what it is. Like, yeah. we all have different body shapes, you know? And not all clothes are made um, the same. 100%. So it's just like, um, but but the other thing is like, even with someone like me, who I do prefer to go inside a store most of the time. For certain um, things, obviously yes. I'm, <laughs> Like, I'm not yeah, buying I'm clothes online. Be, yeah, I don't generally With the know. exception of like uh, a hoodie or something. Yeah, unless I've unless I've shopped with that company before, like in a store, and I have a good idea of like how the clothing fits, I will like for example, Old Navy, right? Like everybody's been in an Old Navy. If I go buy a pair of jeans at Old Navy, then and they fit good, then I will buy those jeans on the website too. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I already know how they'll same way fit. with me and shoes. Like I've been wearing the same pair of Nike shoes now for 15 years, so I know if I order them online, they're gonna fit me. Right, and I do. That's where I I, I do order my shoes online, uh, just because. You never know what the availability is going to be in a store. And there's nothing that makes you more mad than going to a store to buy a pair of shoes and they don't have those shoes or don't have that size. So it's just so much easier to just buy from the website, even if it takes a little while. That's a benefit of shoes anyways. Yeah, and I don't have to drive 30 minutes to go get shoes. Yeah, especially for you, right? Because there's <laughs> there's nothing around you. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I wish I wish that some of the stuff that we do enjoy, like even Walmart now, man, like you go into a Walmart and you're like seeing almost nothing on the damn shelves. And it's like, uh, what the hell happened, dude? Like when we were, you know, in our heydays, it's like you had shit everywhere. And now because they want to cut down backroom space or whatever, or not have things available or, or I'm sorry, cut down backroom space and increase efficiency, which has not happened um, at all. This is wild. Uh, I was in Best Buy a couple days ago. Now they're beta testing a membership sort of, um, I guess, like, uh, who else has one? Like, Target has one. Everybody's beta testing these, like, memberships now where you get a reduced price on certain things. I don't know, man. It's weird where we're going as a world, and I don't know how this has anything to do with things we take for granted, but I guess the ability to offer that is pretty crazy, right? That people are paying for this stuff to get a slight discount on things is kind of unusual. Yeah, like fuel cards and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I mean, like Target, you're literally just getting disc extra discounts. So you're, but you're paying a yearly fee. Just the now, now if you have one near you, well, it's like Amazon Prime yeah, too. Now, but you still get Amazon uh, Music and Amazon. I mean, you do get some perks with that. But yeah, I agree. And you get two day shipping. So, but you're you're <laughs> there's paying at least there's perks with that. But yeah, but you're still paying a monthly fee to get these services. Which if you're yeah, if you're a person yeah, that orders a stuff online a lot, then it's worth it. If you're someone like me. I don't see the value in spending ten, fifteen dollars a month for as little as I order things online. Right. Yeah. Christina gets a package every day, it seems like so. Um <laughs> You and the Amazon guys are on first name basis. Yeah, this one dude was like, Hey, I ain't seen your husband in a while. Where's he been? And it's you know, 'cause <laughs> we got like the same three delivery drivers, you know, so like <laughs> we're all just kind of used to each other. It's kinda funny. Um but yeah, it's just such a funny place that we live in. That we have the ability to kind of also complain about our, um, you know, the things that we take for granted and the stupid things that are available to us. Well, that's the current um, thing nowadays, right? We're all entitled. Everybody, yeah. Because we just don't have any sort of point of reference of, like, suffering, you know? Like, what it is to just not be... Well, I mean, it's... To not, to not have things. Well, I mean, it's true because, you know, think about, think about teenagers nowadays that are driving. 
if they need to know where to go somewhere, you know, they type in the address in their phone that takes them to the place. You know, most of the time the directions are laid out of what they need to do. If not, they just call and ask somebody of what to do. When we were teenagers, you know, we didn't have GPSs on our phones. Like, I think MapQuest was just now coming out when we were teenagers. But, you know, imagine like our parents' generation, like they didn't have none of that. So if they had to go somewhere that they haven't gone to before, you know, they had to literally find their way. So you might have to, you know, look at a map and route your your trip, or you might have to pull over and ask people, you know, actually talk to a person for directions, which nowadays it's something that we don't ever do. So we all get that feeling of being self-sufficient. And then when it comes time to actually do something for yourself, you don't know what to do. Yeah, that's so that's so correct. Uh you know, it's funny because even with a map, not a map quest, I'm sorry, but with the Google Maps or Apple Maps or whatever map service you use on your cell phone, uh, or if you got OnStar or whatever, whatever you have in your car that you have the availability to just like type in an address and go there. Um, what's funny is that creates anxiety for these people, for people these days, you know, because it's like they're so overwhelmed with all the ability to do anything that they absolutely want to that they just want to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like you said, you're your parents and my parents' generation, their worldview may have been smaller because they maybe didn't venture out quite as much. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm sure your dad was told, hey, you ever been to Beach Mountain or Black Mountain one day? And then your dad's like, well, hell, I'm going to Black Mountain. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure that's what happened. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like your dad's just on a trip one day. It's like, damn, that looks like a fun mountain. Let me just stop. You know, that, and that may have happened too. <laughs> Knowing your dad. <clears throat> um, but a lot of it was, it was just word of mouth. And like, obviously you didn't, it's like, um, when you're on Assassin's Creed or something where you, you increase that bubble, but that bubble was small for you know uh, our parents' generation. Uh, it might have been smaller, but they knew everything inside that yeah. bubble. I mean, like you said, how to get there. all of it was word of mouth, you know? Like a, an example would be if there's a certain shop in Charlotte, and it's only in Charlotte because there's no other you know big cities in North Carolina that's close to us. I'll give you an example, like Bass Pro Shops. The closest one I can think of is in is in Concord. Well, yeah. nowadays all we have to do is pick up our fucking phone and type in Bass Pro Shop, and it gives you the address of where it is and how to get there. Back in my parents' generation, the only way you would know that is if you knew somebody that knew about the store previous. And on top of all this, like you said about going to Black Mountain or whatever, nowadays if we're unsure of something, what do we do? We Google it and we look at reviews. You know, to see if it's something that would even even tickle our fancy. You know, my parents' generation, they would just go. And if it sucked, it sucked. And if it didn't, they might go back. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Like I like I said, their their worldview was a little bit smaller. Whereas, you know, we probably well, let me rephrase that, because most people don't travel as much as they should, but like I, I know you have just because you've been a driver for a long time, but like our worldview is small. Our our worldview is still small, but it shouldn't be. Yeah, like we because, should have because we have the ability to do this. We should be going more places, right? Yeah, because I mean, if <laughs> we find weird. something that's like a uh, an American monument, or maybe if it's it's a haunted house or something, all we have to do is Google and get a little bit of information, and we're on the road going to it. Yeah, you know, that's, like that's, could you? But we just don't. But we choose not to. That's the amazing. Could part. you imagine, like you know, my parents back in the day, like. You know, how the hell are you supposed to get to this haunted house? Like, where's it at? Or, or how the hell you get to Mount Rushmore? Or how the hell you get yeah. to Disneyland? Well, without without a without one of those Raleigh uh, Rand McNally maps or something like that, yeah, you weren't getting there. Um, yeah, as I became a driver, I realized, like, for example, like my dad driving from 
where we live to the panhandle of Florida. Now, it's not super confusing because it's only like two highways that you could possibly take to go north on on the west side of, of Florida, and there's only like one that goes east and west in the panhandle. But still, getting there by no trap, by no other reason, but by reading street signs, I'm not street signs, but um, road signs on the highway and like getting us there without a map, nothing. And remembering it. It's still pretty yeah. and crazy. Yeah. Because I remember one time my dad took us like he didn't want to go through the highways because it was like, I guess, a busy weekend sort of thing. So he took us on a back way that I had never been before in my entire life. And it took us a little bit longer, but we still got there. And I was like, you're like, man, that's cool. Like, yeah. I couldn't do that. Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like some sometimes what I like to do is like if I go to a city or something like that, like I'll use my GPS to get me started. And then when I try to go home, I'll try to go home without using the GPS. Like, I'll try to actually remember my turns. Because, you know, when you get in a city, it's like, take a left here, take a right, take a right, take a left, take a left, go straight, third light, you know. So, for me, it's kind of fun trying to remember if I can find my way back to the highway or the interstate. And, you know, worst case scenario, if I get lost, I pull out my GPS. Yeah, I got a funny story. I went back home to visit. This is a long time ago. In, like, 2000 and, I don't know, like, eight eight or ten years ago. And, uh, you know... My, <laughs> I was driving my piece of crap uh, neon at the time, and the uh, the those uh, with the lighter stick or whatever the the plug in that used to charge my phone broke like midway through right. So I'm using my phone for GPS and music, and it dies, and uh, I'm freaking out because I'm like, yeah, no, the phone dies right, and the music's gone, but so is my GPS, and I don't know where the hell I am. And I'm like, well, I guess I got to figure it out, dude. I don't know any other way. I got, I got to go. Um, Would you do whip you know, into I, a Starbucks I, and charge your phone? No, I made it. I, I didn't even think about that. Like I was, I mean, I was all hyped up on fucking monster and, yeah. and cigarettes. Like I had Road trip I'd probably mode. smoked like, yeah. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going to figure it out. But I was nervous at the same time because I mean, I was on 75. So like, I couldn't really fuck it up. Right. Cause it, it, I mean, 75 leads home. So it's not like, I, I mean, I could have really lost my place as long as I was paying attention. I would have been fine, you know, but it was still nerve wracking for a little while there because I was still like I hadn't passed Tampa, I don't think, or I was just now getting past something like that. But it was all so different because it, it, the you know, the city had sort of blown up and, and Florida in general has blown up. So it was like, well, it's one of those oh, things. Crap. I'm sure it's kind of like driving around in Charlotte. Like if you're on the interstate, you see a road sign that says Charlotte exit here. But you could you could have needed the exit that was actually five exits down. Right. Yeah. Cause hell, my hometown only had three exits when I was when I left. It's got like six now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just not what I remember. So I remember as I was getting closer, I was like, "Man, I, I swear I should be there by now." And <laughs> I mean, I drove. That was a funny. That was just a funny trip in general. Because of course I'm by myself in the car. It's just me, and I'm driving. And of course I probably smoked fucking I don't know like two and a half, three packs of cigarettes just because you ain't got nothing else to do, right? Yeah. You're just sitting in a car. And uh, like I said, I was jamming out half the like about half the time. This is back in iPhone five days, so the batteries. And by this point, the battery just didn't last that long. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I was like, oh, I got it. I mean, it can last. It lasts ten hours, but not thinking like the process of uh, GPS plus uh, music just just kicked its ass. So I was like, yeah, a little more than halfway into my trip when that happened. So yeah, not that was that, a good time. Not having that blanket of security, like, uh oh. Just in case, yeah, yeah. I use my GPS as like a um as as a blanket of security, exactly. Like I I know where I'm going, but just in case, like if there's an accident or 
some sort of road work or Traffic, something that could yeah. deter me at all. Yeah, I just use it just to kind of get me around. Just in case there's like this back road that I didn't know that I could get there. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I get um, it, man. I'm the same way. You know, I've been at my job for like four years now. I know my routes like the back of my hand, but I still use my GPS and I still punch in every single stop that I go to. And I do that solely for traffic. Yeah, because anytime you can save some time, man. <laughs> yeah. Especially for you, anytime you can save time is a good thing. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you think we can take for granted that we want to talk about? Um, I'm meditating. Oh, I don't know. Oh. We covered the internet, we covered the houses, covered buying shit, paying outlandish money for things that we don't need, being entitled. <sighs> it gets worse. Yeah. Yeah, I man, I think we covered most of it. I think the, co- I mean, obviously there's hope, right? Like, I feel like it's not impossible for the, us to get better as human beings. And uh, me and you, as just human beings, just getting better, even if nobody else does. Um, but there's obviously that semblance of like, I like to be able to go spend my money on dumb shit. It's kind of cool in some ways. Right. Uh, because you get to like, you don't have to worry about, I guess having that extra money and then not having to worry about making ends meet is, is, is a fun thing. So it's like, I, I, I've always been broke my whole life. So like having 20 bucks at the end of a paycheck, you're like, what do I do with that? Well, yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like how I, I was talking to you through text. You know, I said, look, man, it's only money. You'll get it back. And yeah, you know, I'm I'm talking, you know, strictly to you because like I know I understand your situation. Like I don't fully understand your finances, but I I get it, you know what I mean? So, I know that you'll be fine even if you do go out and blow this money on this purchase. Even if it's something that doesn't go your way, you will recover from it. You know, it ain't going to send you down a dark alley that's going to start a whole bad chain of events in your life. Right, right. That's not going to break the camel's back. That's not going to be the person that's going to lead us to homelessness again uh yeah yeah i would um i would go through hell and high water for that ever happens again but, uh, but it's still nice knowing that you have that luxury to where you can do that you know like whenever i oh of course whenever yeah. i get paychecks you know i put it in my savings account but kind of in the back of my mind too i'm always thinking what stupid thing do i need to buy yeah <laughs> like i don't think i've yeah, ever had zero dollars uh, on my credit card because i'm always buying stupid shit you know like i like you know, I just bought a thousand dollars worth of pool cues and stuff. Do I need it? Absolutely not. But I always feel like I got to be paying for something to be satisfied in life. It is a weird dichotomy for sure. I go through phases. That's me. And I, if you've learned anything about me, I'm a phase person. Like I'll, I'll be into a video game for a phase of time. So it might last three months, might last six months. And then I just don't play video games for a while. Uh, or I'll go through a phase where I want to buy new shit for <laughs> two, three months. And then I just don't buy anything for like four months. Uh, I wish I was more conservative like John. John, little John probably buys nothing. Yeah, he's probably the richest of all of our friends because he don't buy anything. I, I I, am not kidding. I'm 100% sure of that. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's like, he's just super conservative. He just doesn't spend money on anything. Like he'll buy food and stuff, but even then he's like... Well, he just, he's not like... For example, like what I just told you, where I feel like I have to buy something to be satisfied with life. He doesn't have that. Like for him, you know, he's got a house, he's got his TV, his internet. That's good enough for him. Yeah, he's so funny. Um, because remember when we went to his house, he's got like he's definitely in a man house, right? Like it's yeah. There's there's nothing on the walls. <laughs> there's hardly any furniture in there. There's just a a TV and, and a game room, pretty much. Yeah, it's all strictly functionality. It's like if I don't use it, I don't have it. So yeah, he's 
<laughs> you know, he's such a he's such a great guy. But at the same time, yeah, you're like, dude, just just like it's okay. So now that I have a PC, I'm gonna I'm a badger about it, and he's gonna go buy one too, and then we're gonna laugh at him. And he probably uh, will. That's the sad part. Because he doesn't have to worry. That's a, you know, because I used to give him shit about playing the mobile game that we play together, right? Uh, and um, he went and had to buy a brand new phone because his phone was so old. Because he just didn't upgrade his phone. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't spend money till he has to. He doesn't do it till there's so a kept, reason. Yeah. So he had he had to buy a new phone because it wouldn't run the new update that came with the game. So he went and bought a new phone just to play the video game, not because he needed it necessarily, but because, it, well, I guess he did need it in some way. Cause if he wanted to continue to play, but yeah, he's a funny guy. He, he's probably, if, if we could, uh, if we had something to strive for the way that he kind of thinks about money would be the best, would be a good way for you and I to improve for sure. Yeah. Cause he's a, I, he's a pretty good model citizen in that regard. I think the world would be better if there was more little Johns in it. That's for sure. Yeah. In all aspects, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you called little John today and said, Hey man, uh, you come over today. I, I need some help with something. You want to help me paint? Like, dude, will get off of work, come over, help me paint for two hours, and then go home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he's a much better person <laughs> than I am. Than both of us. Uh, so, and that's yeah. that's not to say well, I John don't, got a shout out. Yeah, that's not to say I don't value myself as a shitty person. But you know, it's like if you're like, hey man, come help me paint today. I'm gonna be like, bruh, it's the middle of the fucking week. I have to get up at four in the no. morning. I'm not coming over to help you paint. I'll do it on the weekend. No, what? Yeah, I was going to say, what will happen is I'll be like, hey, bud, come on over. We're going to have some beers. And then I start finding you things to do. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how it works. <laughs> Every time. It's like, because we get bored, man. Like, we can talk all day long, and it's no big deal. But it's like, we got to be doing something. We're men. So we always find something to fucking do. Uh, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, man, I think that's a good good rap, man. I don't know how long we're at. What are we at now? I think we're in good shape, right? 58 minutes. That sounds perfect. It'll be about 50 minutes long, probably. Yeah, after we cut out all of our excessive bullshit. Yes. Well, it's a great chime talking about... Chime or time? A great chime. Yeah. It was a great time talking about things that we take for granted. It helped me kind of, uh, you know, self-reflect on things that I could probably improve on. And with that, I bid adieu, bud. Peace, people. Hey, everyone. If you made it this far, we appreciate you listening to the end. If you want to get a hold of us, our social links, we have a Facebook, which you can find Chris and Bud Show. Our Twitter is Chris and Bud Show 1. Chris's personal Twitter would be at Deliberate88. My personal Twitter would be at BudB88. We also have a Discord server that we've launched that's free for everyone to join. You can find the link for that on the Twitter or the Facebook page. Discord is going to be the easiest way to interact with me and Chris. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.